artists should have the resources they need to do the work that runs through their veins. And with the gathering of resources, we will one day abolish the phrase, starving artist. Day and night, the movement does not cease, for creativity never sleeps. We are Artist Uprising. My guy, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well, man. How are you doing? <laughs> doing great. I can't complain. I'm just super glad and hyped that, you know, I get to talk to you uh, while you're out in Paris. Um, how are things? You know, I see you doing, you know, big things out there. What have you been up to? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> so how I got out here so quickly, <laughs> the way that it all happened, because my friend, she works for this brand called uh, Shop Chloe Collette, and she's a designer for the brand. And we've been like friends for like 10 years or something like that. Um, and they were having a show, but the samples that they initially had weren't up to par <laughs> when they got them. So oh, wow. they just was like gonna do them themselves type thing. So her only being able to, cause she trusts her sewing skills, but even like, finding you know because it's more than just finding a seamstress to do what you tell them you know in regards to designing the samples especially within seven days so that's that's like a that was a lot <laughs> in itself um so you just needed somebody that she trusted that had great sewing skills and because you know obviously i'm a designer too so there's like you know certain calls that i can make or help them with in regards to just this technique might work better for this time frame that we're working on right now right you know so just being able to kind of make some help her you know and guiding her and making like certain executive decisions in the time frame that we had um so we ended up having the show last thursday so i got called wednesday what was it what day was that it was that because it was like last month now um it was so she called me wednesday on the 26th of january uh asking can i come out to paris and I got on the plane at 7 a.m. that morning, the 27th, and I got here on Friday on the 28th. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So you went, <laughs> did you just go straight to work? Oh, yeah. No, we got straight because we didn't have time for us to, like, <laughs> like you know, kumbaya <laughs> at all. So we literally got straight to it. I was like, all right, I'm here. What do you need done? Let's get it done because we ain't got that much time. I'm like, you know, because I have my process and how I do things, but then I want, you know, I, this is not my brand. This is not my situation. So I'm coming into it, just also respecting my friend's process and how she does things and not like overstepping or trying to tell her, at least like giving her, um, you know, giving, giving, giving her some, because even though she trusts me, it's still different when you start working. <laughs> you know you so yeah. it's like i had to give her time to just when it gets to that point where it's like you don't have time for this now now you have to really trust me and let me like so we definitely got to that point and we literally got we were literally working up until it was time to put the models like out you know out into the out into the um the event space to do their walk uh, which is at the um, the La Maurice Hotel uh, here in Paris, which is like amazing, this beautiful, amazing, decadent, <laughs> Victorian, gold gilded. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's 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 like it's beautiful. 
Well, wherever you're at right now, I'm looking at the background and I was like, this is perfect for the interview. Like I see like the, the walls in the background and I see the sewing machine. Like where are you specifically right now? Oh, right now I'm actually at my friend's place. Like this okay. is where we were making everything. <laughs> Nice. This is literally the room we were making everything inside of her um, inside of her flat here in Paris. Um, so yeah, this is where all the magic happened in seven days, really six days to be honest. But <laughs> you were talking about like how pretty and pristine the room was where the show was held. Like when it comes to traveling, like to other countries, do you find like inspiration when you travel, or do you use that time uh, to like? unplug and just kind of like feel the vibe um i feel like because as a designer as a creative that you, it never turns off even if you're trying to um and plus i just keep my eyes open mm. so i feel like i'm always gonna find something that inspires me and always keep my head up i try not to be on my phone so much even when we're like, you know, driving through the Champs Elysees, so it's just like I try to like look out the window when we're in the car. You know, it's like I just make sure to just be present in the moment and not be so dissociated, <laughs> you Love. know, by being on my phone all the time. So I, there's yeah. always a way for me to find inspiration. How do you harness that inspiration into like original ideas that become the products uh, that we see at your shows? Sometimes I'm inspired and it gets filtered in a way or I keep seeing like a certain color constantly. Um, or when it comes to me, for me, my stuff always starts with music too. As far as like what I, the product or the runway or the collection in my vision, like existing as far as like what I want people to feel. Yes. So music, music, right? It's going to be a big inspiration. I mean, it's yeah. like it's <laughs> yeah. So it's it's like cool listening to, you know, um, <laughs> like, you know, D-Town Boogie songs in a flat right. in Paris. Like, that's funny. That's the contrast of the mixtures of things you can bring, which that's something I've always done in a way. Right. Especially when it comes to music and like, I mean, I've played like, you know, even in Dallas, you know, I've played German on a runway before, <laughs> you know, so it's it's like I played Russian music on a runway before and people don't even be knowing. They just, you know, they're not because our, you know, we're like being in Dallas, how people say you listen to that side well, that's of the what, world like that. That's what I love about you is because like when it comes to like your brand, what I love about your brand, like is that you're unapologetic, you're fearless, which is not always the case with like artists, especially like newer artists. I mean, have you always been that way in life or do you feel like your journey has shaped you to be this way? I mean, I feel like once I decided that I was going to be doing design, I've always approached it in a, in a, in a way that I knew was my vision and my way and I didn't apologize for it for sure. Um, just because it was what I hadn't seen, you know, prior to, I mean, obviously, you know, you got like Virgil, it's seen, but I like to say I did it first <laughs> as yeah. much as I love them. Yeah. You know, so being able to move in a way where I've always respected 
and never rushed my process at the same time, you know, through my journeys and travels and encounters and people that I've met along the way, even before design, that allowed me to understand the undertaking as a designer, what I was about to get myself into at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then understanding the way to move with it, you know, getting advice from, you know, Adelina Lyo when it comes to not letting anybody rush your process. And if you don't have nothing to say, you don't have nothing to design. So why just design in the vacuum? That doesn't make sense. Right. You know, so I've always designed on my own timeline. Do you feel like there's a level of constant adaptation that is needed to hold your place or, or maybe even make room for your work? I mean, because, you know, the world of fashion is just yeah. ever changing. Uh, I mean, I feel like you do always have to adapt to the times, you know, to some degree. And it depends, you know, again, you don't have to, but I think it's important to stay current to the ethos and the feeling of where people's hearts and minds and spirits are at the same time because it allows that connectivity and that relatability and just like the impact that you know that gives them what they need and not just what they want all the time you know and because we're using the elements that we're that are current in current you know rotation um it allows us to take and adapt and even shift because i mean sometimes you can be making a collection and this is the direction but then you know you got black lives matter that happens and that completely changes (laughs) right you know it's like things like that (laughs) that happen and you adapt (laughs) for sure and i think that's just important to follow what you're feeling in that way when that does happen because that's a part of the creative process for sure you um there's something i wanted to talk to you about you recently spoke uh, out about consumer buying habits which is huge because that influences artists and brands across all mediums and platforms i love what you had to say about people investing in what they love for the sole reason that they love it not because they saw it on a celebrity or because it was on a major designer. It had a major designer's name. If we could flip that message for the artist, because it's so easy for young creatives to get caught up in a world uh, the world wants to see or hear and see you wear, how would you encourage someone to create something that they love because it feels right to them rather than them trying to make something with the goal of getting a world of strangers to buy i mean i encourage people literally always when it comes to just like designing in your own truth and just designing you know to your instincts and your flow and your vibe and to the people who do love it who do genuinely want it who do genuinely want to buy it i mean because you also have to understand kind of psychology to understanding buying habits um when it comes to the way people buy why they buy something understanding how to kind of evoke an emotional reaction (laughs) uh, from people and we are able to you know in a way like do that with fashion and art because it's so expressive and if you can something that causes that that's how people and why they would buy something at least that's the genuine reason i mean obviously people buy things for the sake of you know brand and you know surface level reasons right or superficial reasons in that way 
I think you have to be able to like understand that not everybody's going to fuck with your shit and that's okay because the ones like who do like this is how you kind of create community and then you just cultivate that community right there because when you stay true to what you feel what you design what your output is as a creative as a designer it's like it'll find its way to you know the masses if it's good obviously and if it's you know the quality is there you know and then obviously people into your vision and just you know and and what you want people to get from it or what you want people right. to feel from it it's like if you're saying it's like if you're staying true to you it'll it'll reach where it needs to reach that's like that's why i love people like tyler perry because he talks about that you know he's like i don't concern myself with trying to get white approval you know he's like i create for us and that and i'm fine with that he's like i overabundance my creativity into us <laughs> and right. everybody needs to be able to do that with their art you know obviously that's he's talking in regards to, you know, us like a black community for sure. Mm -hmm. But I think that same model of like, um, you know, feeding your audience can apply to everybody that is creating anything, <laughs> you know, feed that to your people, to the people that like, that are fucking with it. Like give that to them. You don't worry about all the outside noise. I mean, that is so true, man. And you were hitting it on the head with the sense of the community part. I mean, over the years, like your brand, Smith II, like it's grown. And there's so many young people that look up to you. Um, is mentoring like 20 somethings part of building a representation for your generation? Um, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I definitely feel like by the way I choose to output my opinions <laughs> yeah. in a way does that, <laughs> even uh -huh. if you're not wrong right next to me on a day-to-day -day basis. And a part of me understands that's why I am so honest in my social media post, <laughs> you yes. know, just like Virgil was in his way of doing that and giving free game. I mean, because we all, especially as a black creative in high-end fashion, a luxury in fashion, high-end dressmaking, you know, concept and design, it's like, it's not a lot of us, as you see, you know, so it is important for me to be as, as true and as honest with what I'm presenting right? as a designer, but also just like as a human being, so they can understand that, you know, in times it's okay to not be okay. So it's, not, it's, it's, it's okay to feel exactly what you feel. I mean, I'm not saying like everybody has to take the approach of like posting those things all the time, but in regards to why I do that is so you, because I know, that I'm not alone if I feel like this. I know someone else feels like this. So therefore, me just saying that just broke down this thing that you were standing in your own way ready. So that allows you to move past that because you know it's not just you now, you know, which I think is like important when it comes to the way we express ourselves, whether creatively or whether that's, you know, verbally, the way it's happening in real time. Um, and I feel like obviously when it comes to, when it comes to people being like naturally, like kind of like next to me in mentorship in that way, I mean, I feel like once I get my business infrastructure to a space where I, I, um, because for me, it's, it's just, I need to trust 
um, people when it comes to actually being around me on don't need to always micromanage and they have a level of initiative but understand how to take direction yeah. I mean, we had like four designers that came together for one company you know to help <laughs> with you know no egos involved right we all all just came in victoria what do you need what do you need done is that you know we came in whatever she needed done that's what we did and it's, it's hard for a lot of people to work like that because they get certain things personally. You know, we're in a time crunch. So if she's to like um, beat around the bush with certain things just because of the time, but it's always said respectfully at the end of the day, you know, so, and obviously in the heat of the moment, it is what it is. But I think when you understand what's happening that you learn not to listen with that with those level with those kind of ears no um you know like when when you when i think about or just put myself in your shoes just as a fashion designer and the things that you've done like all the way up to this point what what would you say like your relationship is with the past as a designer and the future as a designer i mean do you plan for the future or do you wait for it to reveal itself so for me it's already written and i saw it when i started like i saw i know exactly where i'm going to end up you know so for, for me it's it's a matter of making sure that i don't try to skip those steps you know because even knowing your future for some people can be dangerous because they don't have discipline you know when you have that vision that people fall into as far as like not one to lean into your light because sometimes even leaning into your light in a positive way yeah. is still scary because no, there's no guidebook for understanding how to, you know, handle being famous or handle certain levels of attention when you are talented, you know, getting notoriety and you start getting all these things and you don't want to like, you don't want to start feeling yourself, <laughs> you know? So sometimes that us, that, a success you know is a fear for people like succeeding is a fear you know so i think it's just a matter you just have to understand how to have a still mind body and spirit to where right. like i said totally understanding the noise around you but knowing when to invite the noise inward too and having that inner understanding i love that i love that man understanding the noise around you yes <laughs> That is a gem right there. Um, how, do you, how do you see or think the next generations of designers will find their own paths? For me, that's why I say being a designer, there's so much that goes into being a designer, especially if you want to have your own brand, because it's just so much more than just designing. It's the business of the fashion that is also so vital yeah. and so important. So I think they need to understand um, they need to be real with themselves, first of all. Like, is this something that is a hobby? <laughs> it's like the conversation you need to have with yourself before jumping off the cliff type thing, because that's what it is. It's like you need to really have that, that, that inner understanding of conversation with yourself on how much am I willing to sacrifice because this is a beautiful torture every day. <laughs> yes. You know, with understanding 
what your DNA voice is as a brand, um, understanding the business of fashion and understanding the right steps in which you need to take, um, lowering your ego, <laughs> you know, don't, don't sit up here and like just copy what you see. You know, it, it, I'm not saying don't like look at references or anything like that, but at the same time, it's, it's like you need to, you need to really analyze and enter understand like what it is that you feel that you have to say. And like, what do you, what are you going to say that's different than everything else that's already out here? What's your product going to be that, I mean, there's more than enough fashion in the world. There's more than enough clothes in the world. It's like, what's going to be your way of moving with it? What's your why? Like understanding what your why is. Why am I doing it? Why do I want to do fashion design? Why do I want to pursue this? You know, it's just, I think you have to know at least at some point in the early stages, sometimes you just know that you have this innate feeling to want to express in your medium is design that you're choosing. Yeah. But I think just understanding that in the early stages and then understanding what it takes to make yourself relevant in a space that's already oversaturated, <laughs> you know, and, yeah. um, and, just, and just making sure to do like your research in understanding people and making sure that you understand people or want to understand people because even though it's your voice, it's your brand, it's it's your label, but you still need to understand what understand how to create desirability over and over and over and over again because it, it it will never end and that is that is difficult to do from collection to collection you know from piece to piece what's your wiser bomber jacket more special than this other bomber jacket made by y3 you know it's just like right. you got to really understand and do like your research and just knowing what you want to say and how you want to say it and how are people going to connect and feel like you know, they either want to be you or they believe you. <laughs> right. You know, it's 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 an interesting space to navigate. <laughs> interesting, but still, I think like those kind of conversations that you have to have with yourself are so important. As far as it, as difficult as it can be, like I just know for myself, just when you figure that stuff out, I think then you're you know everything becomes clearer. No, absolutely, because I think just when you have those conversations, when you're like still and being, understanding how to be still. Also understanding how to just be patient with you trying to understand what it is that you feel and not trying to rush just because you see everything moving so fast and being so influenced by the movement of everything else happening around you and thinking that you're late to the party. I'm like, the party you know, and that's okay. And understanding that like, what this person is doing over here, what this person is doing over here should not matter. Just run your race, honestly, at the end of the day, because that's really all you can do. Is there any artist, um, it could be like in the fashion world, entertainment, or, you know, like personally that you know, or 
anyone that you can say that you're an unconditional fan of and that that is somewhat a source of inspiration for you when it comes to creating your uh, brand? Definitely had different mentors myself that I like personally knew and that you know, definitely has been there for me as like a soundboard in certain ways. You know, at the end of the day, even just like taking advice, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm always willing to listen at the end of the day, you know, it, it, I still have to make that decision what I choose to accept as advice that I can actually use. Um, because I'm more also more so, I'm so like, I have daily conversations with my father all the time. So anything I've asked when it comes to like certain mentors, like, you know, having like Andre Leon Talley, you know, as a mentor and Virgil as a mentor or Carl Lagerfeld as a mentor, you know, rest in peace to, you know, every single one. Um, and Marine Chiquette, like, I mean, it's like, I'm very fortunate to have people that have, that worked in the industry and work in the industry. But I, need to know for myself and for business too at the same time and it teaches you just how to design smarter you know it teaches me how to do steps a certain way in regards to just like you know whether you know because even me like at one point taking the time to kind of fall back on doing the collections to be even more targeted with the way I was designing once I kind of got more of the business side more understood so I scaled back to restart you know doing that silently and you have to understand it's okay with burning the whole shit down and starting over because that's a big thing that stands in a lot of people's way just because we put something out on social media yeah oh it's mine I'll delete it I'll delete if I if I had to rename Smith a second because somebody stole it I would do it I don't care it's like we can't be so you know a such a prisoner of our output because <laughs> I feel like we become prisoners of what we post once it's out there as if we can't just, just delete it and start over. I'm like, people are only going to see what you saw in that moment and the way things move so fast at this point, they're going to forget all about that. And they're going to, it's, it's, people will like understand and see and believe what you basically tell them to like, in regards to your stuff, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, this is what they're doing now. Okay, cool. That's what I mean. They can't question it, like you know. So exactly, it's just you can't be a prisoner of your output like that. You really just have to be okay with just if working this direction isn't working, then just restart <laughs> to get restart. that type of advice from like you know from like Virgil for sure when it comes to stuff like that. That you know, absolutely. And then just with like uh, taking certain things from like Karl Lagerfeld in, in regards to not having this limit on where your creative expression exists. You know, he was a designer for two design houses, major ones, Chanel and Fendi, but he also was a photographer. He also was, you know, a director, you know, a, a filmmaker, you know, so he also was kind of a, he just was a savant and an artist in his own right. In the way that he did that, and that's okay, you know, that's because it all still is under the umbrella of either your brand or your expression or who you are. It's just you can't because sometimes we can be stifled because we're trying to 
output our creativity in the space that we're supposed to do it in, you know, but it's your world to create how you want to. And, you, and sometimes people, we can forget that it's literally your world to create. And that's the, that's the beautiful part about being able to have your own brand that your creative expression goes as far as you're willing to take it. Well, I know you've got a lot going on in Paris. I know you've got some things actually that you've got to like be heading out to tonight over there. So I just wanted to uh, thank you so much for taking the time to be a part of the podcast today. And, uh, you know, as far as for our viewers and listeners, how can anyone who's watching or listening today, how can they find you on social media? First of all, thank you. I definitely appreciate you. <clears throat> appreciate you all like having me, you know, having me speak again. You know, I love doing these type of things and sharing my journey and, you know, and my experiences. Um, and obviously like, you know, how you can find me is, you know, I have my Instagram, which is at S-M-I-T-H-T-H-E-2-N-D, like second place for Smith. Yes. Second, my Instagram. And I have my website, www.smiththesecond.com. Smiththesecond.com. Thank you again. Uh, super grateful to have you on and, you know, obviously drop the knowledge that you always do. And I look forward to seeing you whenever you get back into town, man. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you all having me again and looking forward to getting back there. Not too soon. <laughs> but I do want to get back because I got shit to do. T take care, my man. All right. Peace. Peace. Stay tuned and explore the next Artist Uprising. Use hashtag Artist Uprising to join the movement.